0: You're gonna see me in like a week
1: welcome to another episode of the kit men podcast my name is rohan and as always i'm joined by owen how's it going it's a
2: what's up guys i am your club's biggest hater <laughs> and
3: josh <laughs> let's see it
1: Um, <laughs> yeah we got a super exciting episode for you guys and we have a brand new segment called Delette's Hot Takes because Delette always just texts us the like worst ever takes. We're not bad. Like, They're pretty bad.
0: The why, why are you downplaying them like this? Actually, no. <laughs> context to this. After after we recorded the podcast last week, I was t- I was telling them how Pep ruined Kevin De Bruyne's legacy as one of the best players of all time, and they disagreed with me.
2: Okay, I kind of. I agree. Okay, Okay, agreed. It was just Rohan disagrees with me because he has a man crush on Pep Guardiola.
3: Josh wasn't there. Yeah, I was there for that conversation. I think it was afterwards or before. Yeah, it, was,
0: it was after we. It was after we recorded. Yeah. Oh. But You said no. Pep makes him twice the player he is because he
2: gets assists. Assist machine.
1: But nah, so we'll 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 go to Delette's hot. T- but um, that brings us to Delette's hot takes. Um, this week, Delette, let's hit us with the first one. How many do you have?
2: Delette, that's so crazy. I'm muted, but yeah, <laughs> we can get. Th- we'll be able to get through like two or three of
0: these.
1: Two or three. All right. Yeah.
0: All right. Because I, I want to know y'all's thoughts on it. Okay. Alright. All I wanna know your guys' thoughts on who is the, the most underrated player of the past like five years.
2: Past five years.
0: So yeah, that's a
3: bummying. That's there's no way a... what was that? Delay yours is a bombing. You're crazy.
1: A bombing? Nah. I don't, even mean,
3: I, I don't think so. I just He's not even that... underrated.
0: He's just has a bad season right now. Yeah. I guess so. You know, I think the most underrated player of the last five years is Virgil van Dyke.
2: Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna, okay. I'm not going to,
1: okay. I'm not, I'm going to half disagree with that. Okay. Cause t- t- is, is this your thought process that with van Dyke out, the fullbacks of Liverpool cannot push forward. the, the midfield has to double back on defense and can't push forward, and that eliminates the entire front three of their attack, and that's why Liverpool has been that bad this season. That's, part, that's definitely part of it. Okay, what's the other part? The other part is just that he's been amazing for the
2: past five years. <laughs> underrated? I think, underrated
1: I think he's rated pretty high. See, that's the thing. I don't think he's rated high enough, though. But see, Joe Gomez is also out. They had injuries to their midfield for a very long time as well. So I'm, no, I'm I, trying to remember. Okay, their I'll, I'll, re- I'll
0: rephrase. I'll rephrase how I said it. I think Virgil van Dyke's run of the
2: last five years has been the greatest defender we've ever seen.
1: Greatest defender we've ever seen in the lot. Uh, so just these last five years, he's been the greatest defender that we've ever seen.
0: Yeah like in the years that he's been good like like final year at Southampton
1: to his time at Liverpool Dude, I don't know because I don't want to say he's those five years he was better than Maldini he was better than
2: I mean I can only say so much about Maldini I'm freaking nineteen I guess we
1: yeah i'm try- I'm trying I'm trying to remember how much I know about Maldini it's not a whole lot. I don't know, John Terry. No, nah, but think, um, just think about what he did for that, dude. The
0: whole season where Liverpool won the league, he didn't get dribbled past. That's true. That literally like a, that's, that's impressive, like a unheard of stat, like ever.
1: Okay, you know what? For a hot take, what you usually have, this is a pretty good one.
3: That's not bad, No,
1: Five years. I'll, I'll say top three best we've ever seen because I can't remember about Maldini, and I know there's probably a better defender out there. It's just okay. okay.
0: The the root of this was one of my friends had said something about Sergio Ramos, and then um, it was like Virgil or Sergio Ramos, and then um, obviously Sergio Ramos, better player, but the just the way that they said it it was a was a bit too a bit too confident in their answer, and I don't think it's as close as people make it out to be. I mean, obviously, obviously Ramos has had the longer and more successful career, but if I'm just making like a, if I'm making, like if I'm a manager making a team, I have the selection of all
2: the best defenders of all time. I'm taking Virgil over, just about, and not just about anybody, any everybody.
1: You know what? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say he's a top, top, top number one. I, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say top three.
2: Hmm. Owen, what about you? Uh, underrated player or for Van Dyke? Nah, do you think Van Dyke um, is the most underrated player? He's the most
1: underrated player because I think he's rated pretty highly. Like, I feel like he's maybe a little bit underrated for where we have him at, but I don't think he's the most underrated player. Mm. People are aware of his talent, so nobody's, like, looking over that.
2: You know? What about Franco Baresi?
0: Rohan, if you bring up any fifty thousand year old Italian man again, I'm not I taking. I think any Giroud is underrated.
1: Ressi was a brick wall. Ressi and Maldini were brick walls.
0: I'm not taking any old Italian man over Virgil Van Dyke.
1: I think Giroud is underrated.
0: Giroud is underrated. All right, this is this is Dillett's hot takes. Not all right. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. All right, into the, into the next one. Okay, who is the best youngster in the Premier League right now? Go
2: Phil Foden, let's move around the panel. Owen, him out. Josh. Is twenty-two a youngster? Yeah, anything under twenty-three. Okay.
1: Josh, who you got? Wait, I want to guess your answer, to let uh, After Josh goes, you probably know my answer. I don't shy away from this. I'm trying
2: to think. Uh, that's hard. I'd probably go with Mason Mount though. All right, Rohan.
0: Over what what you think
2: I was gonna say? As of right now, yeah.
1: What? Okay. Um, I. You're gonna say Martinelli.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Um, that's I wasn't gonna say Martinelli. I do think.
1: Okay. All right. All right. I, 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 I can. I can live with you say Saka.
0: Huh?
1: I can live with you if you're gonna say Saka.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say Saka. Yeah. No. <laughs> These are hot takes, Rohan. I'm not going to do what you guys expect me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marcus Mason Brown. Mount has been the fourth best player in, the, in England this season.
1: What? Yeah. Fourth best player in England?
0: Yeah. You got I'm Bruno, you got KDB, you got Harry Kane, and you have... Um, I forgot who's fourth.
2: What oh, about Greenless, Bro. Man.
0: Just because he's been playing a couple of games, we don't we don't just forget about him. He's been gone too long. Song? Mason Mason has taken his place. Mason him. Mason Mount has been better than Son this season. Conte Mason Mount's been better than Conte this season. Uh, yeah. I disagree. I, uh, I
1: disagree. I'd agree. With I disagree that. with that. I think Conte's been better than Mason Mount this season. No, dude. Who's attacking uh, for Chelsea? Who? None of those. Dude. Okay. None of those okay. Sorry, okay. forwards. It's, it's Mason bad. Mount. I don't. I don't know if you've been watching, like, like. These past couple weeks, uh Chelsea, but Conte has been picking the ball up in midfield and just fucking driving the ball to the box and then laying it off to Pulisic, Mount, Havertz, and Werner.
3: Yeah, but that's uh these past couple weeks, not the entire season.
1: True. Okay, Conte. dude, Conte, Conte, Conte this whole entire season has you know been who is absolutely absolutely
0: You know who was there for Chelsea at the beginning of the season? Mason Mount. You know who's there for them now? Mason
1: Mount. You know who's always there for him? N'Golo Kante, bro. He two was not thirds there at the ocean, beginning this season. Two, two-thirds of the world is covered by the ocean. The other third of it is covered by N'Golo Kante, bro. All right, he is it. like having the two old, players. Old football as, on Instagram. He is the, he, he is the <laughs> best at his position, bro, in the world. And Mason Mount the is best the best EDM at the world playing in football team. in the world. What? <laughs>
0: Mason Mount is one of the best at playing football in the world. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not talking about in his position. Conte can have the CDM. Conte can be the best CDM in the galaxy. Mason Mount will still be the fourth best player in the Premier League this season.
1: No, nah, I put a Conte over Mount. Okay, where's Foden in that list? Foden's like eighth, ninth. He's up there in England? But, but it's not. Yeah, yeah.
0: In, the, in the country, in the Prem.
2: Fourth He's definitely up there.
3: Oh, and I can't believe you're not backing me up with Grealish here, though. Like, He changed that team uh, entirely. It's the injury, man. If Grealish had been
0: here the whole season, I'm, he definitely would have had the spot over Mason Mount. What about Gundogan? But what Mason about Mount Ruben
3: has, Diaz?
0: I know you didn't just say Gundogan. Mason Mount is not better than Gundogan this season. I don't care about the goals and assists. Okay, that's
2: I'm true. looking
0: that's at true. what he does in what that what team. Ruben Diaz? Ruben Diaz I probably have right after Mason Mount. What you have him after Mason Mount Ruben Diaz Ruben Diaz has been very good, but he brought the team from like like second place to first place. Not even. He brought a first place team back to first place. It was like <laughs> I can only give he, him so much credit
1: for this. He transformed their entire <laughs> shitty defense. We were we Man, were, I wonder, Mason- we were playing Kyle Walker. We were playing Kyle Walker at center back, bro. Why are you saying that like Every other team in the league wouldn't start Kyle Walker
0: at center back. It's just I think City. The ice man. <laughs> it's just City that our mad starting Kyle Walker at center back. I'm putting Ruben Diaz over him.
3: No, no, okay. But the Mason Mount makes these goalless strikers score goals. Exactly. Fantasy gives them. Wait, what? No. I, I think you
0: misunderstood okay. him.
3: And Abraham and then Giroud, Giroud's actually good at finishing, but he doesn't I respect Tammy. But but Werner, the amount of goals that he scored is because of Mason Mount. Facts.
1: Okay, chances. the amount of chance that
3: he scored? 10 goals this
2: season. The Prem?
3: Nah. Yeah, because like, three
1: were against... like like. Brentford or Brexham or whatever, some small English club that him and Havertz popped off against. Dude,
2: this
0: is
3: this fourth, just
1: best what England? I'm saying. Yes,
2: fourth,
0: fourth best, yes, in, fourth best
3: England? in England. If he nah, had I finished, think, if yeah, he had in front of him,
0: yeah, he'd be better than Phil Foden in your eyes. 100%. Dude, look at what Foden is doing. Actually, this isn't even about Foden because Foden isn't – he's not with, with Mason Mount right now. But if you look at what Mason Mount is doing – as a creator in a team with no real finishers it's insane dude like just no no
1: no i understand he's a very very good player and you know it's between him and foden for best youngster in england probably edge to mason mount but fourth best in england i can't agree with that maybe in in 2 3 years he's definitely <laughs> he could definitely be a top 5 player in england He's and already went through that phase. He
0: already went through that phase, Rohan. What happened last year? It was him and Tammy backpacking them to a top four spot. Okay. He's already been through that youngster phase. He's he's one of the best in the league now. I don't think he's
1: one of the best in the league yet. Not yet. Not not for me.
2: Alright. We can agree to disagree on this. I mean, that's that's what we say about Foden. No. What do we say about Ooh, all right, guys. So my next
0: hot take is actually about the Super League. Even though it's already been shut down, I think that Arsenal should have been on their knees for it. The, the staff, the fans, everybody. The club is not going in the right direction. It has not been going in the right direction for about 13 years. And the Super League would have been the, the last saving thing to help Arsenal m- make sure that they don't fall behind
1: the rest of the clubs. What do you guys think about this? They're not gonna be the only ones fighting for it. Them, Tottenham, United, and probably was Juventus in the Super League. Um yeah, they they were. It was them. The the two Milan teams. Yeah, so then AC Milan probably would have fought, would have stood by it, but they can't fight for that when all the fans of their club are just thrashing. They're, yeah. they're thrashing like Arsenal, th- those clubs for, for even joining the Super League. Um, When City pull out, when. Who was the first to leave? Was it not United the first to leave? I, I
2: don't really think so.
0: Been, yeah. I don't think we were. That doesn't sound very, very
1: Glazers to be the first mm-hmm. to leave the Super League. But I mean, like, they can't. Just stand and fight for it when you know everyone's talking about how it's going to ruin soccer, how it's a terrible idea, yada, yada. I get what you're saying. I, I think at, at least for Arsenal's
0: sake, I think they should have done more to try and convince the fans that it's not a terrible thing, even though: The it, league
1: was definitely in the best interest for Arsenal, though.
0: Yeah. But also, my, the other half of my super League hot take is that the Super League is only being created. Because of
2: City and Chelsea. What do Lab what do
0: they
3: spend?
2: Yes. The oh, money. third party
0: funding yeah. and the financial fair play. Little uh not rule breaching, because I guess if they if they were to actually breach the rules, they'd be in trouble for it. But they they've basically broken all the rules of financial fair play. And it just seems like um As for United, as for Tottenham, as for Liverpool, Arsenal, who have actually... They've spent money, but it's money that the club has generated through their own revenue. Say it's not oil money. We know you want to say it's not oil. (laughs) It's not oil money, but that's not the only issue. It's just that the team... like United spend big, but it's generated through their club. Arsenal, they could spend big, but they... have Follow financial fair play rules. City and Chelsea. Not only is it third-party funding, but they just obliterate financial fair play rules out of the water. And it's. I mean, if I were if I were in the same shoes as, let's say, Tottenham, and I see this happening every year, and the issue is, every club is owned by like a multi-billionaire. It's not that they can't just put money in and buy Mbappe. Is there's rules in place that allow that don't let them do this. Whereas City and Chelsea seem to abide by a different set of rules where their owners are just able to pump whatever amount of revenue into the club and buy whoever they want. And this is what ultimately led to, I think, at least for Arsenal,
2: Tottenham, and United, that's what led to them wanting to be in the Super League. What was the hot take in there? Your club is at fault. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But then, what would joining a super league add to that? Why would, it would level the part Why, why with- wouldn't these smaller teams break off and make their own league without the teams with money? Because, um, oh, they'd be broke
0: if if the <laughs> if smaller teams broke off broke, broke either
2: way, way, though.
0: What do you say?
1: Going broke either way because if if those if those big teams jo- break off, join the super league, right? No one's gonna watch those smaller teams. Those smaller teams are gonna lose that money. So then those smaller teams are going to go form their own league. with That's going to be a little bit more competitive, not nearly as competitive as the Super League. And we're done with the Premier League. We're done with all the local leagues. Because you see what I'm saying, kind of? Just a snowball effect.
0: I mean, I'm not saying that this isn't in, a, in the best interest of lower league clubs. It's, it would be in the best interest of the other top six clubs that, are, that like abide by UEFA
1: rules. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, it's definitely because teams like City are just dominating the league because they can spend as much money as they want. I mean, City's bench against um, Crystal Palace was KDB, uh, Ruben Diaz, uh, Phil Foden, Ilkay Gundogan, um, like Riyad Mahrez. Like, I mean, we it was get a it. ridiculous get bench. Bernardo Silva was on the bench too. I was like that that team could probably compete for a title.
0: 100 percent And that that's that's really the main issue. Because if I'm if I'm another big club that doesn't spend as heavily as a city or a Chelsea, I'd be looking for a way to escape UEFA. And no, you're
1: not it seems wrong like that's what all. they're trying to do. Not wrong at all. It's just such a shame that like football is so corrupt that it's come to like Teams wanting to break off, create a super league that's even more corrupt. And then all the fans hate that. So they're just begging, please just go back to the normal corruption that we had. (laughs) Yeah. So tough. And I believe you have one more hot take. Oh, no, that's
0: it. That's it for me. Actually, I I have another one. I don't know. Uh,
2: Actually, why not? Why not, man? I think, um, okay, if your club signed, would
0: you rather your club sign one player for a lot of money and him be terrible or sign two players
2: for the same amount of money and both of them be terrible? You're asking
0: (laughs) Two, two trash 50 million pound players or one trash 100 million pound player?
1: You're asking would I want Werner and Havertz or would I want... Like bomb, a bombing if you only played like this season.
0: Yeah. Which, which one would be a worse signing?
1: I think a worse signing would be the one trash uh-huh. big player. Two players you can trade. You can trade two players. You can get two mediocre players in exchange for those horrible players. But one trash player you can pay a lot for. You only get one trade. And you're not going to make nearly as much back as you spent.
0: I see the logic there.
1: I'd say two because it's so embarrassing to the club that you signed. Because th- there's like a track <laughs> record of, of
3: recruiting. Really that
1: that shitty players.
3: <laughs> <That's an laughs> above just that that like, was like overrated.
0: That's true. You could just say that the one was a flop. But if you get two trash players, yeah. you got to look deeper in the club. Like that's, that's okay. the, the scout. Like, All right, guys,
1: person. I'll, I'll because... let you know. All right, go ahead, Rohan. There's like a track record of like, like fat signings just flopping, but there's rarely a track record of a club signing two players promising futures that com- both completely flop. Um,
0: well, I guess we can apply this to real life now, then. And uh, the reason I brought this up was um, Rohan, I'm surprised you didn't see this earlier. This is about Pepe. I don't want to bring his name
1: into it because then you'd
0: attack me. I would have. Don't worry. But on the other end of this, Pepe was about seventy million. Seventy-two. Huh? Seventy-two. Oh, excuse me, seventy-two. Don't forget those two extra. Rohan, you're lucky this isn't about your club, because you signed (laughs) Edmund Midi for like fifty-three mil. This isn't even about you guys. This is this is about Chelsea and how they've signed Ziyech and Pulisic. For about a combined ninety-eight million.
2: Yeah. DX and Pulisic. Pulisic yeah. has been playing well. Yeah, he's good. Pulisic low.
0: and Ziyech combined have sixteen goals and assists for Chelsea.
2: Season.
1: Season or totally. Totally. The history. The How many club? Games has. I think Pulisic has been playing pretty well lately. Pulisic has been or
2: out no, for no, a while no,
1: no, totally, yeah, not not totally. just there. this season. This
0: season just what? combined with that? Yeah, this season, both of them combined have 16 goals and assists
1: together.
3: Okay, well, it's, that's more on Ziyech than uh, Pulisic. Uh,
1: I think Ziyech has out. been a complete op. Yeah. Well, Ziyech came later in the season. Pulisic... Regardless. Okay. Those two I mean, together I mean, are not
3: worth 100 million. Huh? At all the players at Chelsea, you picked Pulisic. I did pick Pulisic.
0: I don't care if he's been playing good for the past three weeks. He's been a, a very mediocre signing, especially for the money that they paid.
1: Well, he hasn't been playing a lot under 2 either. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> play a lot. This isn't about whether he's played he or not. Played.
0: This is about the price tag and how he's lived up to it. Same
3: with Ziyech.
1: Well, they also bought him for his future. He's, is he 21
3: He's, he's 22 now.
1: 22 now. I mean, he yeah. still has a promising future. And he's he's been, he's been playing well. He didn't get a lot of time under Tuchel. He got some time under Lampard, but there was just way too fat of a rotation. I agree. Ziyech I, has been terrible. Ziyech has been a complete. I ball forgot
0: I was season. speaking to Americans. Guys, bias aside, that's that's 60 million. Dude, Spend he's the reason out.
1: they got the
3: fourth last season.
0: Oh, not that's the reason they got the fourth last that's season. The, it was Tammy
2: and Mason Mount.
3: How much did they sign Pulisic for?
2: Let me pull up the exact numbers.
0: I think it was around 60 million. I want to say it was under 45.
1: Oh, I think it was a good
0: 73 million US dollars, 60 million euros.
3: Ooh. That's hard well, to. Describe. Okay, but to let on, the, on your point, you're using a stat here, right? I am using stats, which when I you, don't use. When do you justify stats? Because we've talked about this a lot, that stats don't mean everything. You said that Adama Traore is a very good player. He has one goal this season. Oh,
0: I didn't say he was very good. I said he was underrated.
3: <laughs> Adama Traore is not very good. Okay. And Pulisic doesn't do what Adama Traore does.
0: Not at all. A lot of Pulisic's game at Dortmund and still for Chelsea is scoring and getting assists, which he hasn't been doing very well, at least. But regardless, this is only in direct comparison to what Nicolas Pepe is doing at Arsenal, where he's getting slated, brought up with the price tag
1: just about every single game. Because you look at what Pulisic puts out in a game, aside aside from stats, it's any any manager would take that over Nicola Pepe. DC, I cannot probably say the same for. But Pulisic, if Watch how he plays in a game, not regarding stats. And you watch how Nicola Pepe plays in a game, not regarding stats. A manager will want to go over Pepe. But Pepe gets goals, though.
2: And assists. Europa League. Okay, Pulisic doesn't do that in the Prem. <laughs> and Pepe's doing it in the
0: Prem this season as well. In all competitions, he has 17 this season. Goals and assists.
1: All competitions. In all competitions. Hey, man, you can only beat what's in front of you. Pulisic. Wait, how, lo, let me check, let me check how, how much he has in the prim.
3: How many Champions League goals does uh, Pepe have?
1: It's on the club, though.
3: <laughs> I, I
0: feel <laughs> like it's saying? only like, I mean, it's honestly, like... Honestly, I think Pulisic has one more Champions League goal. <laughs> should, maybe three from the previous season.
3: But, I mean... But regardless, I
0: th- my hot take was just that those two signings <laughs> together have been worse than signing Pepe.
1: I think I would agree if you said Ziyech and Werner.
0: Yeah. Sure, you go with them too, but I mean...
1: <laughs> Pepe has six goals assists and assists in 26 that appearances. Do much of a hot take, though. If we're doing stats, Nicola Pepe has six goals assists and assists in 26
2: appearances. Okay, In the prem? Yeah. You're looking at starts? Not that it matters. Not that Pulisic starts games either, but still. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm... I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue here and say that Pepe's amazing. I'm just saying those two signings have been worse. And they were so, worth the business.
1: Bill, let's say you're a manager. And unbiasedly, would you take Pepe or Pulisic to build your team?
0: Um, well, I've seen Pulisic... Play very 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 poorly at times. Seem to play very well at times. But I've never seen full assists drop thirty eight goals and assists in a season. So personally for me, I'm taking Pepe. Even if that version of him isn't available at Arsenal at the time to- at the moment, I I'd still take
1: that. Okay, I feel like your argument is something that can be justified with I uh, Willian was starting over uh Pepe so much earlier in the season and it's because Willian does the right things. Willian, well, I know Willian does there are different kinds of
0: players. Willian is a ball retention forward. Pepe is someone that's yeah, exactly. going to go out there and he's going to try and win you the game. they are different kinds of players. It's not even a matter of who is better. It's just a matter of who is needed for the team. I, I'm not going to let that argument hold up.
1: I don't know because I, I think it depends on the stop because Pulisic does the right things. I mean, I'm not saying Pulisic is a ball retention forward. Pulisic is a get-in-behind, cut-inside score on... My left foot near post player, but uh, n- n- I'm not gonna say oh, wait, if, Pepe if is the
0: Pulisic is this good, why has he not just been good the whole time? Because he's had chances. Injury aside, he's had the chances. He's just been bad for most of it.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not no saying Pulisic is. It.
1: I'm not saying Pulisic is a great player or anything. I'm saying Pulisic is better than Pepe. Uh,
0: you could even say he's—I wouldn't say he's better than Pepe, but you—you you, you could if you really wanted to. But it—it's—I still think that that those business—that business was worse than the Pepe signing. Is it him and Ziyech combined? Him
1: and Zia combined, maybe. But see, there's an argument for that. If you—if you—if you said Ziyech and Werner, I'd 100% agreed with you. That business was worse than solely signing Nikola Pepe. You know what? Throw Werner in there. Okay, then yeah,
0: Werner and Pulisic, and Ziyech, all were signings.
2: How
1: much was Zx on? Was Ziyech on a free, though, right? No, he was not on a free. Dear Lord, if he was on a free, this would not be the same story. <laughs> oh, no, Ziyech was on a free. Um, oh, I was thinking Ajax got Ziyech on a free. Um, oh, who? No, we're. I think we're, were...
0: Letting, we're letting this run off a little bit too long. All I right. think that's, uh, that's really all oh, I yeah, wanted right. to say.
1: I agree. All right, well, that has been this DeLat's Hot Takes episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back next week with ranking our top 10 Ballon d'Or contenders. See you guys in the next one.
0: Oh, hopefully we'll also get into how bad our midseason predictions were.
1: Ooh,
3: I think we should have. Except I'll <laughs> we'll have to prove that, fuckers. I <laughs> thought I had the top four,
2: right? Did anyone okay. have the top four moving? Hmm? Wait, did, you, did anyone have a different top four? I'll end the recording, but yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember what it mine was.